this episode of Janet Today, Janet Tomorrow, Janet Forever, the podcast where two cousins discuss all things Janet Jackson. Today, we're going to talk about Janet Jackson's You Want This. My name is Courtney, and I'm here with my cousin. Cousin Cam. Hey, Cam. What it do? It's fall in the south. It's still 85 degrees. Well, are you in these weather reports? <laughs> <laughs> I should have went to I should have the meteorologist I'm for real I just that's all we do is watch the weather report down here trust me I know because I feel like Uncle Charles can tell me the weather anywhere anytime that's our specialty all right so we got a lot of important Janet news to catch up on really is one big piece of Janet news to catch up on and that was this past weekend Janet did the Global Citizens Festival. Yes, Miss Jackson was in action. She was. And it was quite an interesting scene. <laughs> so I'm going to say I did not watch it all. Okay. Uh, I was mostly circling for Janet. Mm-hmm. I did catch a few bits and pieces. Like I caught a little bit of Janelle Monet. I caught a little bit of Cardi B. But really, I was going on with my day counting down for <laughs> Janet Jackson. And so I tuned in at the start of the incident. What happened? I came in late. So right before Janet was to go on, they were clearing the stage and Janet's band was starting to take the stage. And then there was a yell and everyone starts running. Oh, I was watching MSNBC. So Joy Reid's there and, you know, they don't know what's going on and people are just running. So initially they said that they thought that there was a gunman. I run to Twitter because I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, first of all, I hope everybody's safe. But also, please protect Janet Jackson at all costs. Like, (laughs) (laughs) hope y'all safe. But is Janet okay? (laughs) Do what you need to do to protect Janet. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And so the rumor was that there was gunshot, but they quickly kind of squashed that. And said that some of the fencing had fallen and it just created a loud bang. Oh, This was almost a year to the date of the incident in Las Vegas. And so, you know, people just panicked and understandably so. Mm -hmm. I tried to imagine what it would be like if I were in that situation. Because, you know, if people run and I'm going to run too. Yep. And that's basically (laughs) what happened. And so there was really like it was like a stampede. People were crying and upset. And I mean, it was just a frenzy. And that is what Janet came out to. Oh, You know, they tried to calm the crowd. The police was on stage several times telling folks what was going on, that it was just a fence, that there was no gunman. But then they talked to people on TV who were saying that initially the police didn't know what was going on and they were telling people to evacuate. Oh, God. So it was just a lot of confusion. And so people left. And there was a lot of time that they were letting people re-enter. And my thought was, I was like, some of these people came up, though, really, because yeah. <laughs> some of those folks who was at the back just scurried on up to the front. Like, <laughs> I have a confession. I've done that at a concert before. <laughs> and so I know some folks didn't get to come back in and that because I know some Jan fam who traveled there just to see Janet. I'm not sure what happened, but they weren't able to get back in. So I was very disappointed on their behalf about that. But anyways... They tried to calm it down. Um, Cynthia Enviro, um, she's from The Color Purple on Broadway. Okay. She came out and tried to like start singing a song and calm the people down. And then the police cut, <laughs> police cut her song off. She was singing Bridge <laughs> Over Troubled Water. And they was like, shut this down. We have another announcement. So I was like, it was just, it was just chaos. It was just chaos. <laughs> this was her time to shine and the police <laughs> shut her down. Yes. <laughs> and she was getting to the good part too. Like... <laughs> She was on sale on Silver Girl. And they was like, eh, we are done here, ma'am. <laughs> Move it on. I'm sorry, it ain't fun to back this match of us going, oh, I'm finna take y'all to church. <laughs> Oop, 
<laughs> sorry we got another announcement <laughs> yes yes literally they was just like um it was quite a delay but they you know they came out and they assured them like janet jackson is still here she's ready to perform she's going on and so i'm just thinking like how does that affect them backstage waiting and not really knowing what's going on up front and you just hear like all these people running and screaming that's got to rattle you a little bit just a little <laughs> yes 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 so when she took the stage though i mean it was perfection like always oh yeah i was like oh my gosh i almost missed it i was like oh my god i forgot and so when i tuned in and i saw her performing i was like oh my god i hope i didn't miss all the good parts but i did catch it she was phenomenal uh, i love the crowd i just love to see a lot of people coming together and you know just screaming and having a good time there was a lot of conversation online people were like the crowd's dead this or that but people who were there said that you know people were really into it i think you know it's a mixed bag when you have a festival you know because some people are there to see certain acts and the crowd there wasn't maybe necessarily janet jackson fans right like at the very beginning maybe they didn't know what to expect but by the end like people were gigging and dancing and just having a good time and i think she did what she does and that she just won them over one song after the other and it was really mm. a good show of you know i'm sure lots of folks were sitting at home and had just forgotten like how prevalent janet jackson has been as a soundtrack to your life and like how many janet jackson songs you really do know and how many hits have been on the radio and you know she's just reeling them off one after the other yeah when i saw that she was going to do a 50 minute show and she normally does like a 90 minute show mm -hmm. and i thought well i wonder what she's gonna cut but it was so good so jam-packed so seamless it was <laughs> like she gave those people a full-fledged concert experience it was just like condensed <laughs> She got to get the people what they want. Yes. <laughs> they want the hits. Yes, yes. So what was your favorite performance that you saw? I'm going to honestly say that Scream was my best part. I mean, she, when she did What About, I was, you know, jumping for joy. But every time she does Scream and she goes, come on, Mike, I just, I just like, ah! <laughs> and then, of course, I know every lyric and every line. So that was my favorite performance. What about you? Yeah, so... Um, I think my favorite performance was Got Till It's Gone with Q-Tip. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> First of all, you know, I love that song. I know you're lukewarm yeah, on you it. Yeah, you love but him. I love that Tell song. the truth. And then you <laughs> know I love Q-Tip. I mean, I love him so much. Um, and he hasn't aged that much. They have you. not he aged at all. Like... <laughs> Eating healthy, taking yes. care of yourself. Yes, you know. Yes, yes. And good genes, okay? okay. That <laughs> helps a lot as well. I also feel like if you are unproblematic, it shows on your skin. Or rather, it doesn't show on your skin. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like problematic people age faster. <laughs> but he was looking hot. He was. He, I'm he looked great. Oh, girl, did you see the shoes? He came out with them gold sneakers on. I was like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> She's having a moment. <laughs> yes. And, of course, after that performance, people were ready to ship them again, <laughs> which I wouldn't mind because I think he's good for. I think he's they got that chemistry. You could tell when he closed his eyes while she was dancing <laughs> with him. I was like, he in heaven. Dude was having a full moment. <laughs> yes. I, I don't blame him. Both of them had their eyes closed. And now they're, she's an actress, right? She's performing. So we have to remember that. But. I think for that moment, she just had a, a dance party of two. <laughs> she forgot about us. <laughs> she dipped a little harder right now. Like, oh, boy. 
What? Yes. And my favorite was his face when they finished and he turned around. His face was like, whoa. (laughs) Yes. So I don't know. You know, look, she already said that she does not believe in going back and revisiting previous relationships. And so we don't know what that was about. All I know is it looked good together. I don't know. I don't know if it was good together, but it looked good together. It looked good (laughs) and it sounded good because he when he uh, switched uh, his beat up on behind his track with that Tribe Call Quest. It was perfect. That's why I was like, oh, oh. And I realized, oh, Cammie get too excited <laughs> you're too hype <laughs> like yeah, you're too I'm hype at home too, sometimes you can't be too hype at home <laughs> <laughs> doing too much <laughs> but i did want to go back to you mentioned that another one of your favorite parts was what about yes just think about it that song's been out decades but it's still as powerful as it was when she first performed it um i think it was the vh1 fashion awards mm-hmm. it just still resonates you could feel it in her voice you could feel it in her movement the dancers i mean i was just like dang janet hmm. you gonna do these people like this? yes yes and she seemed to get a little emotional you and i uh, broke the rules and texted a little bit during <laughs> we had to during, <laughs> during the show um but, you know, there was a debate, like, is this a performance or is she really touched? And, I, you know, I, th- I felt like she was in the moment and um, I felt like she was living those words. And it, you mentioned that, you know, she'd done this at the VH1, VH1 uh, TV show. And I just love how she uses really her biggest moments for those social messages. Mm hmm. Right. Like she's got a plethora of songs and that song did not have to be in there, but it's Mm -hmm. in there because it was her way of putting that message on the biggest stage. But one of the things that kind of got to me, I literally had to like log off of Twitter. Oh, boy. uh, Saturday (laughs) night, Sunday morning. I just had to take a break because at first I was just like trying to retweet all of the good things. And, you know, in order to read and retweet all of the good things, then obviously you're going to see some other things as well. Yeah. And one of the things that kept popping up was there was a back and forth with some folks who were saying that Janet Jackson was on the social activism bandwagon. Oh, boy. Right. Uh, <laughs> and I just, I couldn't, I did I did not engage. And there was a lot of people on Twitter who were fighting the good fight. So I applaud you all. They were doing the work of the Lord. Uh, yes. But I couldn't engage because, uh, you know, it's just to say that Janet Jackson is a social activist of bandwagon. I mean, first of all, her show, she's been touring with this show for what, three years or whatever. She, right. And the intro has really only changed in that she's added the latest names of the latest casualties but i mean that message has been the same the video's been Mm -hmm. the same and the songs that she's singing are from the 80s and the 90s right so to say that it's a bandwagon kind of thing was really frustrating for me and i know that for whatever reason we as a population seem to believe that our ignorance is a substitute for fact because we don't know about something, then it doesn't exist. And that, for me, is a challenge when you have the whole World Wide Web. 
Like, <laughs> do your Googles. This information is available to you for free. Like, you don't have to get in the car. You don't have to buy a book. You don't have to go to the library. All of this information is available to you for free. Yet you choose to reveal your ignorance to the world. I think that what people miss is a lot of times you have celebrities who do things and they publicize it so they can have a me moment. Look what I've done. Mm-hmm. But you have to respect the fact that for her to do what she does and make her move silent without drawing attention to her, lets you know that she did it from the heart. Yes. She did it for because it's pure. That's what you got to respect. She done it in a way where it's classy. She's uh, you know, very humble with it. And she did it uh, from her heart. Exactly. But you perfectly said cuz. So yeah, I said I'm going to stay out of it because there's no use in <laughs> you, you me try. being upset about, you know, something that in the long range doesn't matter because whether whether you believe she's done something or she you don't believe it. It's been done and she has made a right. difference and that's the part that matters. So I said remove thyself, Courtney. Simmer down. <laughs> It was very hard. <laughs> I bet you it's like, I want to type just something. Let me yeah. tweet. Just I, listen, let me... it's so many tweets in my drafts, but I said, nope. <laughs> Don't. Don't you hate when do you do it. that? You start to tweet something and you're like, nah. Yeah. Overall, I mean, I don't have any complaints. I think once again, Janet Jackson did what she does. And, you know, I have a theory about her on TV. Like, the hips swing harder. The dips go lower. Like the <laughs> attitude is on 10. Like when she is on television, she is a new creature. And she did it yet again. And she gave you the face. The oh. face. The <laughs> face. Dude, did you see the face she made when she sang Miss You Much? Yes. Oh my gosh. What was that about? I was like, I need to, I need answers. What is <laughs> you, know, you, you know why she gave that face, right? She tried to remember all them steps. I'm telling you, that's a lot of steps. <laughs> they actually have changed miss you much a little bit this go around and it's really good like i was a little at first my heart was broken a little bit because you know you just want to see what you want to see yeah but the more i see it i'm like mm-hmm, that's all right y'all can do that mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all right i could talk about miss you much all day but now also speaking about the twitterverse did you catch what's uh the lineup for the 2019 Coachella. Uh-huh. I'm good, love. Enjoy. <laughs> well, let me just say they announced that your boy, Kanye, because he your boy. Who's boy? <laughs> your boy. Mm. <laughs> they also announced Childish Gambino, who I love. Underrated. And also your boy. Nope. <laughs> not, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel bad for Childish Gambino. I wonder if he knew uh who was gonna be there you know how sometimes like when somebody invites you to somewhere and you be like who gonna be there i feel like he didn't ask who gonna be there (laughs) like who else gonna be there (laughs) this the one time you're gonna be like who made the potato salad (laughs) who bringing the drinks i'm like he didn't (laughs) ask enough questions i'm sorry for this um he is a he part of the world's worst trio. But you know what? The reaction was like half and half. It was half, I don't want to see Kanye. Half, I don't want to see JT. And then the other, well, I, and then everybody else was like, I feel bad for Childish Gambino. Yes. I'm in the Childish Gambino camp. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Is it too late for you to get out of this? 
But I'm going to ask you the million dollar question. Free tickets. Would you go? Nope. You know, I already skipped out <laughs> on JT free tickets once. <laughs> but you wouldn't do it for childish? Mm-mm. <laughs> you say, I'm going to stay home and just play what I got? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, I, I'm going to iTunes this. Yeah, I'm going This is America. Good enough. That's good yeah. enough. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, so tonight, you know, we're recording. And tonight is the final concert of the American yeah. leg of the State of the World Tour. State of the World 2. Um, two. So, I know you didn't see this one in person, but you just saw it on Global Citizens and there's been non-stop clips on the internet, so it's basically like you saw it. Yeah. Where would you rank this in the, the world of Janet Jackson tours? I will put it at number three. What? I still say I say three, mm-hmm. but I wonder if we say the same ones. I still have the All for Your Tour, the one that was Hawaii and on HBO. Okay, I still have that one as number one, and I think the Velvet Rope is still good, still better. Okay, that's acceptable. So I did not have either of those. <laughs> wow, come on! No, because well, you know I haven't seen All for You. So don't tell people that. I haven't oh, seen that one. Um, <laughs> um, but my favorite tour is still the one I never saw. <laughs> Rock with you. I love it. I love it so much. And I still really. You can't say that. I still really have saw it. a strong. I saw it on YouTube. And I know that if I was there, if I liked it that much on YouTube, I can only imagine how much I would have liked it in person. But still, my favorite tour is the Janet tour. And, uh. I don't know why. Like, I just like the sets. I like the costumes. I like kind of like the little storyline. I just really liked it. And I would still say that Rhythm Nation is a phenomenal tour. It was really good. Still the best opening tour for any debut artist. Um, But compared to her later tours, it just didn't have, it didn't have any, any pizzazz. It was just a great performance start to finish. Hard dancing, great looks. But I mean, she, she literally went on the road with a black shirt and a white shirt yeah like, so <laughs> it's called budget yeah, it's, out there. <laughs> it's called budget so. <laughs> even the even the little panther had to go uh, <laughs> you caused too much damage yeah put a stuffed animal right there <laughs> so it was it was still really good but i'm gonna say janet rock with you and man this was so phenomenal i mean this was really good so I got to give State of the World too is I got to give it to her. Like you were going to say something bad about Miss Jackson. Come on now. I mean, listen, I don't, I don't get, I'm not in the habit of making up stuff. So in order to it's really truth. say, yeah, I'm like, I'm just saying what's true. So, so that's it for that. Uh, let's get into this week's song. You bump this. Janet was preaching on this song. this week's song is janet jackson's you want this i was released on october 11th in 1994 and it was the album's seventh single 
which is hilarious because I can't remember which single was released almost a year to the date before it. But something came out in that week in October in 1993. And I'm like, she was releasing singles from the same album for over a year. Okay. This track was written by Janet, along with Jimmy and Terry, our magical duo Mm -hmm. or trio. Mm -hmm. And the single version was also used in the music video, which features my girl, MC Light. Your girl? What's my girl? (laughs) I know about MC Light. Light is rock. I just want you to know Light is rock is on my um, changer in the car and it came on today on my way home from work. Okay, you got me beat. (laughs) (laughs) Man, but don't you feel like MC Light is unsung? No doubt. I feel like if we are talking about women and not just women rappers, if we're talking about rappers, I feel like we skip some very important people. I feel like we skip MC Light and I feel like we skip Queen Latifah. And truthfully, her career wasn't long enough, but the skill should put Moni Love in there as well. Oh, yes. You got me. You got me. (laughs) Amen. Because mm-hmm. Moni could flout. <laughs> yes. Yes, she could. So what was your favorite MC Light song? My favorite MC Light song probably is... So I was getting ready to say cha-cha-cha, but then my brain was like, did you forget about Cappuccino? You can have Cappuccino. I'll, uh, cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> cha-cha to this Mardi Gras. I'm the <laughs> I do get better. The voice gets wetter. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah, before we had to pay her. <laughs> let's, let's focus. Let's focus. So at the time, apparently, um, MC Light and Janet Jackson had become friends. They met on the Arsenio Hall show, which I thought was cool. <laughs> yes. Okay. There has yet to be a better late night talk show than Arsenio Hall. Nope. Can't find it. You can't find it. I love these stories about how Janet meets people. Like, I don't know if you read the story in InStyle magazine. Just, I guess it came out this month, October. And uh, Mm -hmm. the author of the story was talking about how she and Janet met and like just became friends. Like she was interviewing Janet Jackson. And this is, I guess, right after Michael had passed and, basically like they hit it off during the interview and then they started hanging out and she was like we hung out really hard for a while and then you know it just kind of faded away but I feel like that happens a lot in Jada Jackson's life like you could just like bump into her in the elevator and like y'all would be friends for seven months (laughs) but those be the best seven months ever what you been doing with your life I've been hanging with you yes like nobody has seen you So if we get back to the song. uh, Yes. (laughs) So the song has samples from Diana Ross and the Supremes, Love Child, and then Cool in the Gang's uh, Jungle Boogie. And you can hear Love Child like right off. But I had to listen closely to distinguish the Jungle Boogie. Yeah, it took me a minute. I got a funny story about this, though. As I was, you know, trying to refresh my memory about this song, I looked and I was like, song credits and i seen all these people name with janet and, and i was like where these folks come from i've right. never heard of these folks they ain't been to minneapolis who <laughs> was it, it never done on me duh and you would think as much as i research music and songwriting duh kim yes everybody who <laughs> had anything to do with the sample gets a song credit yeah. <laughs> so sample on, but I felt like a, I had like a moment. I was like, who are it's these people? 32 people on this song. <laughs> Is she pulling a Beyonce? Right. <laughs> Not going to go there, but right. <laughs> but 
of course, what I love about this song is the song is pretty much about Janet is being told by her girls because, you know, we all had that moment. Girl, such and such is feeling you. And instead of Janet being like, OK, going over there and being thirsty, she pretty much is watching the guy. And just like, you know, you're going to have to work for this, Mm-mm. you know. It's not going to be easy, baby. <laughs> right. And it kind of just, I mean, the flavor was there and the lyrics were the bomb. And then when she added MC Light, I got jealous because I was like, I want this version of this song. It was like, to me, no scrubs before no scrubs. This was a great song. Like, it was. Yes. And it was so perfect for janet and for that time it was Mm -hmm. everything this song was literally every 90s thing ever i mean you have (laughs) two of my favorites you got janet jackson you got mc light the track is hot like the beat is just unbelievably hot the lyrics are crazy you know and it's the first time really we see some like i don't want to say first time but like bravado bravada from janet jackson (laughs) Where, you know, she's like stepping in and owning it. She was like, okay, you want this? That's cool. I acknowledge it. But now you got to put in the work. Like everybody don't just get to saunter on over here and have this. So what are you going to do to get this? And so that was like one of the first times, you know, you usually hear like the love songs or the social conscious songs or songs about relationships already established. This was like the first time and you see kind of a, cat and mouse kind of janet as the tease per se mm-hmm. or and making herself and valuing herself as a prize um to be won so i liked that because it was a, a departure from uh normal janet jackson operations and um just the attitude the swagger like mm-hmm. this song yeah you want this yeah and it's like a part in the song where she like preaching it to you make you you want this i'm like jenny you finna take us to church (laughs) yes what's my name name (laughs) you want this (laughs) she even heard the man's feelings she was like i know you found and i know you know it but what more you got because that ain't gonna be enough girls may have been easy yes And another thing about this song that kind of caught my attention was, so it is Mm -hmm. categorized as New Jack Swing. And we talk about that a lot when we talk about Janet Jackson songs. And so I said to myself, like, do I really know what New Jack Swing is? What do you think of when you hear Teddy? (laughs) Teddy Riley. Exactly. Teddy Riley. (laughs) Every guy song. (laughs) Yes, that's what I think of. But a lot Mm -hmm. of times when you hear, when you look into and research Janet Jackson songs from the 90s, they're classified as New Jack. And so I decided to take myself over to Wiki because Wikipedia knows. And I'm just going to read exactly what it says. Like when the first things under the history section of New Jack Swing was a collaboration between former members of the Minneapolis music group, The Time, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis and Janet Jackson originated the style that came to be known as New Jack Swing with Jackson's third studio album, Control. And Jam Lewis used similar influences with hip hop influenced drums and then the smoother R&B stylings in the production. And the term really was coined in 1987. The Village Voice coined it when he, uh, the writer was um, Barry Michael Cooper. And he was interviewing um, Teddy Riley 
And uh, Teddy Riley at the time was not calling it New Jack Swing. He was calling it sophisticated bubblegum music, <laughs> which I'm glad somebody renamed that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it wasn't so- it wasn't sophisticated. It was a lot of... <laughs> okay. Yeah. The lyrics are not bubblegum. I'm going to put it I like, like that. Yeah, I was like, it can't be sophisticated <laughs> and bubblegum because that just was not how I would describe anything that Teddy Riley was doing. Um, no. But basically, the style was traditional lyrical R&B vocals over big synthesized hip-hop beats. And so that's what New Jack's uh, swing is. And they really say that, like, the first song of that genre was nasty by janet jackson so that's that was interesting to me i don't know i have to marinate on that because i don't know if i really want to consider control new jack swing you know i've read it more than once and i'm with you that's why i had to take myself to the wikipedias (laughs) because we hear that a lot but when you think of you want this i do hear it yeah so let's talk about this video Oh, sexy, sexy. Yes. (laughs) So the music video for You Want This was directed by Keir McFarlane. It was filmed in Palm Desert in August of 1994. And let me just say, Janet and her girls were bad in this video. And I'm not talking about bad as in bad. I'm talking about bad as in good bad. Yes, 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 yes. So I guess the video was based on a 1965 film faster pussycat kill kill which is hilarious <laughs> i'm glad you said that because i wasn't touching that <laughs> and so they describe it as like janet is supposed to be like this gang leader and her friends and they're encountering two men i don't know what the gang part is i mean i don't know where that came from but the opening of the video is <laughs> hilarious is they're at this motel in the desert they're doing this little skit where they kind of talk about Seanette, I think, is um, being made to look not like the most daintiest, proper young lady <laughs> as she is thinking about her conquest from the previous night and sniffing her own panties. <laughs> Say it like MC Light said, them funky underwear. The funky Yes. Yes. Um so they're in the room. But can I just say this? Yes. But nothing brings friends together like being stuck in a hotel room. <laughs> this is true. Also, nothing <laughs> drives friends further apart <laughs> like being stuck in a hotel room. That's when you learn who is real. <laughs> I hate to bust people bubbles, but every girl's trip is not like girl's trip. No. <laughs> I've had girl trips where I was like, you know what? I ain't going nowhere else. I ain't never got to see y'all again. (laughs) Stay out of my life. (laughs) I've only had a few like that, but yes. You ever just been like in the moment, like at a dinner table on a trip, like, I ain't never going nowhere with y'all again. My friend brought her Holland child. I wanted to throw her and the child out (laughs) and just leave them on the road. Y'all can make it back. It ain't that far. you can't abandon the baby. (laughs) My nerves bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so in the video, MC Lights in the video, there's awesome dancing. They're in the desert. It's black and white or I don't even want to call it black and white. What do you call it? It's sepia toned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Excuse me while I Google that word right there. Because <laughs> it wasn't like black and white. It was like shades of brown and gray. And then apparently, for whatever reason, they decided to do a colorized version. 
that took almost 40 people from a company. Um, they was working three shifts for nearly three weeks. So around the clock, 24 <laughs> hours a day for three weeks to add color to this video. And I, it's gorgeous. So I want to say that because their skin is perfection yes and even when you watch the making of the video like you know they shot it in black and white but the making of the video is in color and so they match those colors perfectly their skin tones i mean the rest of mm -hmm. it kind of looked like something from the looney tunes like the <laughs> desert the mountains everything i just kept expecting wily e. coyote to show up <laughs> this was very confusing to me like i guess i don't understand why we shot it in black and white and then we decided that we were going to do like technicolor later. <laughs> like this is the 1920s. I don't know what we were doing. And I imagine that one employee who was like, why y'all call me in on my, on my day off was like, here. <laughs> here. <laughs> yes. Yes. As the song goes on, Janet does one of the best dance routines ever. Mm hmm. I'm still searching for someone to top it. Can't be done. <laughs> I know people have tried to copy it. Now, you got to remember, they, it's like 105 degrees. Yeah. But the way they pull it off, I, I didn't see a drop of sweat. I looked for sweat because I remember <laughs> them talking about how hot it was. Um, I remember MC Light talking about how hot it was. Janet talking about how hot it was. I didn't see a speck of sweat. I bet you they made them people on them three ships take it out. <laughs> like why y'all color and get rid of them sweat beads <laughs> hey get that mac eraser and, and face this way but and also everything really kind of came together because in the video their their clothes i mean janet was rocking was showing a little bit top of the brief which was so 90s and her signature braids because you was rocking those braids around the same yeah, time too. Yeah, true. i was late to the braid party i admit that but Janet was rocking those braids. And I mean, you could tell, even though it was hot, you could tell that this was like, they were giving their all. Even behind the scenes, you could tell where they was like, we gonna nail this routine. After the dance routine, pretty much, you know, it's a little bit more flirtation. And then Janet was like, mm, we gotta go. <laughs> I was so confused on that part. <laughs> I was so confused because, okay, so many things i'll just i'm gonna forego the opening because i don't know what was happening in the opening like i don't know what that skit had to do with anything else <laughs> um i guess it was just fun it was just fun and i'm all for random fun so i'm for okay. it but it just it, it was unnecessary like if you had to make a hard choice for time you would have just cut all of that um but then the other part that was confusing to me was the guys get dropped off at the motel, but they don't stay at the motel. They get dropped off at the motel as Janet and her crew are coming out. And then they notice that those guys are looking their way. And then that's when the song starts. But at a point, all of the girls who came out of the hotel room getting in three separate cars, that was confusing to me as well. I was like, y'all had one hotel room, but three cars. Okay. <laughs> So they all come out and they they get in their cars. They all come out. They get in their cars and they pull away. And then shortly thereafter, they run up on these same guys. And I'm trying to figure out if y'all were all at the hotel together <laughs> and these guys are on foot and y'all are in a car. How did you run up in, on them on the highway? <laughs> 
I'm going to tell you like Martin told Tommy. <laughs> this is television. <laughs> <laughs> this is TV. <laughs> yeah, so, so that part confused me. And then I couldn't figure out like if you don't want them, why are you stalking them? <laughs> like why are you chasing them through the desert running them off the road so you can circle them in a cloud of dust and then get out and do a dance routine i'm saying all of this but this is my <laughs> one of my favorite <laughs> janet jackson videos i love it so much but i just have so many questions <laughs> and you know what i want you to forge your questions <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, i love it so much like i love it like it's a person (laughs) whoa man (laughs) but yeah i just i just don't i don't there's so many things i don't understand also i didn't understand like i felt like light was very unsafe i wanted her to have a (laughs) seatbelt. she was just kind of hanging on to the back (laughs) look when Janet tell you to be in the video, you don't care about no safety. You just in the video. <laughs> Come on now. You done rode on the back of a truck before. Oh, yes. We, we have ridden on the back of a truck sitting on a watermelon. <laughs> and our lives were in danger. Not a seatbelt. <laughs> yes, yes. We might be getting our parents in trouble. <laughs> Actually, I think the last time I rode in the back of a truck sitting on a watermelon... I was granddaddy's. <laughs> you the probably the only one that has a granddaddy memory. You don't remember riding the great the great truck girl? You was there. Was I? Yes, you were there. I don't know where we went to buy the watermelons. I think we just got them from a man on the side of the road. But when he put them in the truck, they was rolling around. So we sat on them in the back of the pickup truck. Summers in Mississippi. <laughs> But you know, one thing I do want to say, I think this video really brought out another side of Janet. And I know you was like, the skit was nice and fun and everything. But I think Janet was just trying to say, hey, you know, I'm like every other homegirl. I chill with my my peoples and we, you know, sometimes we like to pick up guys and tease them a little bit. I mean, every time I hear this song, I'm happy. I hope they play the light version, the single version. Because uh, I yes. always got to hear MC yes. Light. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. Because she's not on the original album. Mm-mm. It was on the and I was so single and then the <laughs> deluxe edition. Right. And that was one of those things where like you so excited because you hear a song on the radio. But in, in this case, I think it was a, a good surprise because, you know, the album had been out for over a year Yes, before this song came out. Like the first song we had from this album was in April of 1993. And this song is not until October of 1994. So adding that little surprise of MC Light kind of gave that album like another kickstart because like you wanted to buy it again, at least buy the single again so that you could get the MC Light version. Right. I want to say this for the record. Janet sure knows how to stretch a project, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Won't she do it? (laughs) I mean, I'm just going to put that out there. I just think to myself, dang, I mean, she released a lot of singles on Rhythm Nation. Mm -hmm. She even went deep on control. She did. (laughs) But that's because she was breaking records. Like she was literally setting records. And if you're still, you know, control was controlled. She had like was the first female to have five top five hits from single album. 
So mm-hmm. if if that's what you're doing, you keep releasing them joints, right? Like if you just going, you know, top ten after top ten, after, you just keep going until they like no more. But they really didn't. They couldn't go any further because I feel like Control only had about eight songs, and they probably released six. So <laughs> we gonna release the whole album, right? <laughs> but yeah, so you she she can stretch project. Oh, and this is how you know that Janet laid the foundation for future stars because I know Maya's case of the X <laughs> kind of is very similar yes. to this video all the way down to the little dance routine and even being in the hot desert yes <laughs> it's very nearly identical the only difference is Maya is dancing with sticks I don't know why <laughs> yes. it's like like a pole or something I don't know why that is <laughs> but maybe she was in the band <laughs> And she she was so she looked like she was the color guard without the flag. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I never understood that. I never understood. Yes. That. And some people say that that Sierra video is like it too. Uh, you got me good. I watched it a couple times, and there's similarities. But I mean, the most thing that's similar is she's dancing in the desert. But that yeah. that Maya video almost down to like the car choreography, like how the cars arrive. Yes. Is almost exactly the same as from the You Want This video. And I imagine Maya will be the first one to admit that Janet really influenced us. So it's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> she played homage. Very much so. And I appreciate that. She's always spoken glowingly of Janet Jackson and her influence in her life. So I don't, I think that, you know, she would see it as more of paying tribute. But you're, yeah, so this video is everything. And they just look so good yeah. in this video. Mm-hmm. But like you said, that dance break is everything. So in the live performances, Janet has performed this song on most of her tours, really. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I noticed, and you might have even noticed it this past Saturday with the Global Citizens Festival, when you want this starts... And they hit that little dance break. The crowd loses it every you, time because Janet drops it low on this on that part. Yes. I mean, in the routine, they keep going lower and lower. You're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, Janet, we can't go no lower. But she just she get what for TV. She went even lower than usual. I was like, she really is putting these young girls behind her to shame i need you not to do them like this she gotta work it girl she got to work what are we 25 years later still mm-hmm. perfection now janet yeah. now chooses where she's going to dance and she should right because i'm like ma'am i need you to reel it in so you can do this forever because i used to be very worried that because of the just high octane of her shows that you know, I thought she would have given it up by now if we're just being honest. Really? Yeah, because the way that Janet performs, the way that Beyonce performs, it doesn't lend well to aging. Yes, but true. I was very wrong because Janet has adjusted her shows. She's got more rest periods, but it's still phenomenal. Oh, well, I hope she goes at least till she's 60. Yeah, I don't see any doubt. Like, I feel like we are about to see 73-year-old Janet doing you you want this <laughs> so if we talk about the charts this song being that it was like the sixth or seventh single from the album um it peaked at number eight on the billboard charts and it actually did so in december of 1994 which is again comedy because that's the way love goes <laughs> the first single was on the charts in April of 1993. And what's surprising, because this is going to bring back some memories, number one that week was Here Comes the High Stepper. Word of up. <laughs> Did they have other songs? 
Nope. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, was I don't know any other songs. Uh, I think they were called Any Kamozi or Kamozi. Yeah. I don't know what it was called, but. It actually was just a guy, if I'm not mistaken. Well, listen, he did it. Like, because that song was everywhere for a long time. Also bringing back some memories is the fact that on the charts that week was Boys to Men on Bended Knee and I'll Make Love to You. And then uh, Bon Jovi, Always, which I'm not the biggest Bon Jovi fan, but props to them. Yeah, that was one of the ones that I could tolerate. I actually like John Bon Jovi <laughs> and he has a great voice, but I didn't care for most of their songs. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And then we had my girls, the T, the L, the C. Yes, with Creep, Creep, which I wore out. I wore that song out. (laughs) And then Sheryl Crow and All I Want to Do is Have Some Fun. People are finally figuring out what Sheryl Crow was. Yeah. And can I be a nerd? Can I be a nerd real quick? Go ahead and tell us your fun facts. Uh, Fun fact, Sheryl Crow on the Michael Jackson Bad Tour. She actually sung the duet with him of I Just Can't Stop Loving You. And was killing it too, boy. With that bad hairspray hair. Yeah, though. it was. It was even bad for the 80s. <laughs> and another fun fact that every time I hear anything with this particular word, R-O-C-K in it, it just, you know, incends me. But the You Want This is actually listed in the almanac. It's the Rock Song Index. The 7,500 most important songs for the rock and roll era. Um, it's a book by Bruce Pollock. They're not in any order because I did, of course, go try to look it up and see like what number is it? But they're not in order. It's just a selection of the 7,500 most important songs of the rock and roll era. And you want this is in there. So yet again, we've got <laughs> Janet mentioned in the same breath as rock and roll mm-hmm. um, as being prominent and important <laughs> and is still missing from the rock and roll hall of fame so i'm I feel that soapbox coming listen, out i'm just so confused i'm like blues clues i need the little eyeglass i need the magnifying glass so i can find the clues as to why janet jackson is not in the rock and roll hall of fame and the world waits yes 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 so that's it really for you want this again Mm -hmm. a song i love a video i love a live performance i love you want this gets two snaps up for me did you just take us back to in living color (laughs) two snaps come on all right because let us get into our game it's time for a game i was a little out of tune Are we going to match it up today? Yes, we are going to try and play the match game. Um, I feel like we're probably at about seven for 40 at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and you would think we've known each other all our lives. <laughs> I mean, today's our day, though. I only have one cousin, Courtney. <laughs> I, today's our day. I feel it. I feel it in my soul. You've, we're next in line for a miracle. <laughs> next in line. T- today is your day. <laughs> You, you can tell how many family unions I've DJed. <laughs> yes. Okay, so the first okay. question is, what would Janet feel a pinata with? What did you answer? Candy. Candy? What you supposed to put in a pinata? I said condoms. <laughs> I, mean, 
let me state this first. I know what's on your mind. Honestly, candy did not occur to me. <laughs> it's a piñata. When you said that, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> also, Janet. Janet. She would put condoms in there, and you know it. She put some candy in there. She got a baby. <laughs> Next question for us to get wrong. <laughs> okay. What? We should get this right. We should get this right. What animal best represents Janet's personality? I said fox. Because <laughs> foxes are sly. Janet can be sly. <laughs> You feeling me? You working here? You working with me here? I what did you say? <laughs> Jaguar. Oh, that's good too. Think about it. Jaguar is smooth. And then once they see what they want, they go and get it real quick and snatch you up and eat you and then be through. Okay. Well, that wasn't exactly where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to be like, because she always likes black cats because she's got a song called Black Cat. She had a Jaguar in the video. That's where I was going with. And you were like, oh, no, because they snatch you up and eat you. <laughs> Maybe I need to stop watching all that Animal Planet. <laughs> this is it. This is it. We got this one. We got. We gotta have this one. If we ask Janet, does she have any relatives in jail? How would she answer? Yes. Yes. Everybody got somebody. If in jail. somebody tells you no, they either lying or they lying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got one. We got one. Last question. What is Janet's favorite smell? I. Come on, cuz. Roses. Uh-uh. Lavender. Why are you so sure about lavender? I feel sure about roses. Because everything in Bath and Body Works has a touch of lavender in it. That don't have nothing to do with Janet Jackson. <laughs> First of all, I love lavender with my whole heart. Right. So I'm mad I didn't think of that because I love lavender. I just bought... Um, so you know how Janet's always talking about that Castile soap. And I use Castile soap too, but I was only using peppermint and that's why i had used peppermint or i had used tea tree and in fact i had gotten a conversation with someone on the internet like if you buy any others you're gonna be mad so don't do it and they had lavender on sale so i gave it a go girl mm-hmm. i can't go back i told you i can't I, never go I, back I <laughs> lavender is good I, if i'm picking out a gift for somebody i can always go with lavender because you really can't go wrong with it I think you're right. So I said roses because I know that like she wears perfume that smells like roses. And I only know that because I read on the internet somebody had like gotten next to her and they were like, does she really smell like roses? And they was like, yes, 100 <laughs> um, percent. I said roses. Mm-hmm. But I think you're right. I, I would give it to you. I feel like everybody likes lavender. At least we both said flowers. Yes. And I feel like that's an accomplishment for us. <laughs> so... One out of four. <laughs> I blame Black, you. That's twenty five percent. We couldn't get. We. I feel like we're getting better. I feel like we're getting better at this. Um, you always, you know, I try to look for the positive. I feel like we're improving. Yeah, that's one quality I love about you. You're always positive. <laughs> <laughs> You're like not accurate. Positive. But positive. <laughs> So that's it for us this week. On behalf of myself, Courtney Stribble, and my cousin, Cousin Cam, we'd like to thank you for spending time with us. Look out for us on iTunes and YouTube at JJ Today Pod. That's JJ Today P-O-D. Talk to us on Twitter and Instagram. Same handle, at JJ Today Pod. 
Listen, like, subscribe, and share. Our intro and outro music, Good For You by THBD, is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license. Janet today, Janet tomorrow, Janet forever.